Hello, and welcome to another episode of Actors Inspiration with Amber Wegner. Happy Sunday. Happy Super Soul Sunday. So happy to be coming to you today. It's my mama's birthday. So happy birthday to Sherry. Sending a big shout out to my mom. She lives in Sacramento, so I won't get to see her today. But um, I was on set that crazy NCIS day, um, and there was a girl that was talking about... um, Oh, what is it? Electric throw blankets. And I have throws all around my, um, all around my sofa. And I just love them. I love to curl under a blanket, read a book, turn on my fireplace. Like that's my all time favorite thing to do. And then she upped the game and said that she has an electric throw blanket that's super soft and she can plug it in and it gets warm in like 10 seconds. Oh my gosh. So I want one so badly. But what I did is my mom lives in Sacramento where the weather can be colder there than it is here. So for her birthday, I sent her one of those fuzzy, warm electric throw blankets. Thank goodness for the Amazon. Um, so she, I believe it arrived last night. So I hope uh, I hope she enjoys that. Um, what are some of the things that you like to nestle up with? I'm always curious as to what works for other people. Um, but that is, uh, that is that is a wonderful idea. If you are in a cold climate, get yourself an electric throw blanket. I'm sure it will bring you joy. <laughs> and so let's start with um, talking about auditions a little bit. Um, and when you get a breakdown, I think it's really important not to judge the breakdown and not to question why you're being brought in. A lot of times the breakdown will say looking for a woman um, that is um, 40 to 60 years old and uh, blonde hair, blue eyes. Like it could say, say something that's completely opposite of you. You might be in your late 20s or 30s and this is 40s to 60s. Don't judge it. Just do the work. Find out where you can create some honesty within the words on the page. So many people go, why are they sending this to me? This is nothing like me. It's it, No, it's not. But there is a bigger, broader stroke of the brush that we know nothing about. And casting is doing their job. And if they have brought you in, they have brought you in for a reason. Just do the work. Don't think about why the the you know the breakdown doesn't match what you look like or your age range. Let it all go and just do the work. Just bring you to the table. That is my um, that is my invitation for the day. Is just bring you to the table. And um, in our book that I Holly, I told Holly that this keep going book is the gift that keeps on giving because she was so kind to uh, bless me with this nice gift, and it feels so good for me to be able to share a new book with you guys. Um, and so today, a little um, paragraph out of this book talks about. Um, what we have control over and what we don't. And it says, we have so little control over our lives. The only thing we can control is what we spend our days on, what we work on and how hard we work on it. It might seem like a stretch, but I really think the best thing you can do if you want to make art is pretend you're starring in your own remake of Groundhog Day. Yesterday's over. Tomorrow may never come. There's just today. And what can you do with it? And in Will Smith's book, which I'm going to share a little um, paragraph out of his book as well. He talks about how, um, for those of you that are of my age range, um, DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince were like a hot commodity in the late 80s when hip hop was first being born. 
And when he met um, Jeff, who was his partner, is, you know, was his rap partner for so long, that kid uh, uh, made it through um, Hodgkin's lymphoma as in, when he was in high school, and he beat the odds. But because of that, his mom ended up really sheltering him and not wanting him to go out. She really wanted to keep an eye on him. So what they did is they, um, his family was very music-inclined, uh, and they listened to jazz music and blues music and Motown and all kinds of stuff. So he was very familiar with different eclectic types of music and records. And so they ended up turning his basement into this little sound studio where he spent... 16 hours a day mixing music he, like an obsession like a mad scientist I think Will Smith called him and there is something to be said about having that type of precision to the art that you do how much time are you really spending cr- cultivating your craft getting better at your craft you know I was speaking with Ogie the other day and she continues to invest in new ways to make her home studio better she's been doing a lot of voiceover and so she is creating her space to be her 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 workspace and her creative space and her you know place to to create you know wonderful wonderful opportunities for herself and you know he you know Will Smith said that he doesn't ever remember seeing Jeff reading a book watching a movie doing any television like that man focused on his art like he was mad about his art and so you know I was like that's really impressive because I probably spend I would say three to four hours a day sometimes only one on average three to four hours a day reading script uh, working on new material writing new material um, but 16 hours imagine how good I would be at my craft if I spent 16 hours a day doing that now granted he was a kid he was in high school um, and or no he had graduated high school he was finished with high school so he had the time to do it so not all of us have that much time to spend on our craft but it is an interesting question to ask how much time am I spending on my craft and how much better would I be if I gave an extra hour extra two hours extra three hours slept one hour less woke up one hour earlier you know it's it's just an interesting question to ponder so I invite you to think about that and think about how much time you're spending on your craft and um, what more you could be doing with your time if that resonates with you And so the part that I highlighted in Will Smith's book titled Will um, was he talks about um, the three pillars of his life, how his dad was discipline, his mom was education, and his grandmother was the spiritual side of his life. And his grandma, I believe, was a Christian, if I'm not mistaken. And um, he just, she came from such a place of love and um, and was always in a positive spirit, always doing things for others, always coming from a place of service. Hi, Lulu. Lulu just came in. Uh, so if you hear a little tap dancing. Hi, Mama. Um, and so he had this moment where he was talking to his grandmother after she had had a long day. She worked graveyard shifts so that she could help take care of the kids during the day. And he always thought that she literally worked in a graveyard like where ghosts would come out because she worked the graveyard shift and it always frightened her it frightened him that that's what grandma was doing at night that made me laugh because I think there was a point where I thought the same thing when I heard of somebody working a graveyard shift at a hotel I thought what the hell is that like what is a graveyard in a hotel like that is a weird that is a weird uh, way of saying working a night shift anyways 
She had worked a really long day, had a really long week, and she was still shining and gave him this smile that like, he spent his life looking for, the, for a woman to smile at him the way that his grandmother did. And he said, Gigi, why are you happy all the time? And she said she was, he said she was fully smiling. And she said, I trust God. I am so thankful for his grace in my life. I know that every single breath I take is a gift, and it's impossible to be unhappy when you're grateful. He put the sun in the sky and the moon. He gave me you and gave me our whole family. And for that, he only gave me one job. And he said, what's your job, Gigi? To love and care for all of his children, she said. So everywhere I go, I try to make everything I touch a little bit better. I love that. So coming from the place of when we wake up and open our eyes, I mean, the first thing I do is say thank you. I don't know who I'm saying thank you to. It could be God, could be the universe, could be whatever it is that allowed me to open my eyes this morning that keeps my heart beating. Before I open my eyes, I just say thank you before my feet hit the floor. And then from then on out, it is coming from a place of gratitude. Do I hit it all the time every day? Heck no, I'm human. But my intention in my thought process when I start my day is how can I make something better for somebody else? Sometimes it means sacrificing my time. Sometimes it means doing things I don't necessarily want to do, but they're things I get to do. And some days I just have to carve out for myself and that's okay too. It's having a balance, but having the intention of doing good by everybody you come across, like we've talked about in the past, whether it's driving and just waving a car through, smiling at a pedestrian walking by, saying hello to your neighbor, just keeping it kind. Keeping it kind, I think is just a wonderful way to um, think about your day. So on this Sunday, on the Super Soul Sunday, Please spread some love today. Spread some joy. Spread some cheer. And if you need some love, joy, and cheer, feel free to reach out to me at Amber Wagner 777 and I will happily share some uh, words of joy and uh, hopefully something to lift your spirits. I will be in a talent blast here at 9.30. We've got a rehearsal and at 10.45, uh, we will all meet for the talent blast at uh, um, in the ACT Studios. So I'm going to meet with some casting directors today. And then after that, I'm done for the day. I think I'm just going to chill and hang out with my husband tonight. What are you doing? How are you spending your your Sunday. I always love to hear. Feel free to reach out and let me know what's up. If nobody else tells you today, I believe in you. Go create some miracles and always believe that you can. Happy Sunday.